As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 646 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have passed Checkpoint Mother's Day. Checkpoint to Madre on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Trey, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer, and with me as always, Brett, Peter, Pietro, Pietras, Particle Kid, (laughs) if you want that, Particle Kid, Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? (laughs) What's up, man? Thank you for giving me Hello. the option of being called Particle Kid in the intro. I, yeah. I think I'll leave that for Willie Nelson's. Yeah, let's leave uh, that. You know, his lesser yeah. child. He's not starred. You're not Particle Kid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's keep those streams separate. Particle starred? Maybe. Oh, Particle Star. That could be your kid, Particle Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a lot How's of How's it going? Any, what's up? What's new well, I was going to ask you, because you're over there by the Rose Bowl. Did you overhear any of that festival this past weekend? No, I didn't at all, Okay, uh, luckily. Okay. Um, I just hear lots of birds. I hear Wally barking at squirrels. You say um, luckily, like, you wouldn't want any music bleeding into your... No. You got a quiet religious I didn't life pay for a ticket. I, I'd have no right to hear that music. <laughs> <laughs> That's stolen valor if That's I listen to that music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's another one this weekend coming up. They got uh, Adam and the Ants is going to be over there. Oh. Susie and the Banshees. That's a big one. I did yeah. see a concert, though. I saw um, Mr. Bungle and Melvin's. Oh, wow. Uh, Where was that? I was at the, uh, the Palladium. And oh, that cool. was a feast of heavy metal music, uh, incredibly heavy music. It was it was great. Right on. Um, Mr. Bungle has gone through many incarnations. They started the first album as kind of like spastic, almost like a carnival ride, but it's it's spastic heavy. carny. And then uh, and then the second album is almost like inaccessible. It's like very challenging, very strange. Third album is like a dark Beach Boys. It's like very beachy, okay. but it has, but it's like complicated. 
but I love that album. Now, at this point, they have Scott Ian from Anthrax really? and Dave Lombardo from uh, Slayer, and they're just like a straight-up all-star thrash band at this point. Wow. Which is almost like, I, I love it, but I wanted to hear a little bit of the Beach Boys side. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't too. call that Mr. Bungle. You know, they should yeah, have a new like different a, name for like that. Like a new band. But, yeah. uh, but they were great, regardless. Right. I imagine if, if Wings was just Beatles. He just called the Beatles, but it had like <laughs> Linda right. and Denny. <laughs> Think about that, gang. Think about As it. As we bring in our guest, here he comes now. You know him from Big Grande and the Man Dog Podcast and episode 611 and 552 of Who Charted. Please welcome back to the charts, Dan Lippert. Hello. Oh, hello. no. I, oh, my throat cut when I was saying hello just then. What a disappointing hello. We'll all do that in sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> did you not get the email to clear your throat before I, we start? I did yeah, everything. Yeah. I had, I checked my levels. I'm recording. And I just yeah. skipped the part about clearing my throat before we start. Wow. Well, uh, you know. Not everybody can hit every checkpoint. <laughs> We're willing to continue the episode. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back. I was happy to do it. Thanks for having me. Right on. Have you have you been hitting any of the festival season? Have you been? Uh... You know, just yesterday, coincidentally, before um, uh, Brett texted me about doing this, I was going through Song Kick. You know how you can connect your Spotify. I don't know if you know this to Song oh, yeah. Kick, and it'll tell you like concerts coming up. And I was because I'm craving a show, um, but I, I didn't see anything that really piqued my curiosity. I went to. Just like heaven last year, the one that, oh. uh, that that was near Brett's house, but there weren't many acts this year that I was too stoked. Who about. was the highlight last year? <clears throat> well, uh, I don't. One of them spoils my song choice, so I'll leave oh, one highlight okay. out. I like that cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, but I um, guess what it is, gang. Uh, yeah, everybody, send in your guesses right now <laughs> and let us know. Um, but I, uh, Franz Ferdinand was fun. I was never like a okay. crazy fan of them, but uh, uh, you know the, the that album was big when I was in high school and on on repeat a lot. So it was fun to hear them play those songs live. And right. um, I, I particularly went to see Wolf Parade played um, their album, uh, Apologies to the Queen Mary, and that's one of my favorites. So wow. that's what I was there for. Very cool. Were, were all the bands doing singular albums? Nope, no. Uh, most of them, not that I know of, but yeah, Wolf Parade, that's, you know, in festivals where it's like anybody that was a popular college band, usually now, 20 years later, is doing yeah. their like big album if they're touring a festival. Right, It's uh, it stirs up new interest. Like, I, I've seen them before, but I haven't seen them do this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then the, the very special third band that people will hear about at some point in this episode. Ooh, very cool. Very Ooh. cool. Sounds like a hot pick. <laughs> I think it's Diswalla, but I'm not totally sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll see. <laughs> Dishwalla. All right. So um, we're going to be listening to uh, some songs now from a recent chart. But first, let's me rap the history of recorded music. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks 
cassettes and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs. Tunes. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, uh, that was what? uh, good to see you again on this side <laughs> of the theme song. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, um, NFTs, we haven't heard much about them in music of recent. No. Maybe they'll come back. <clears throat> I think AI has stolen their thunder. Oh, yeah. I saw something. I didn't really read it, but someone was saying they used AI to remodel their garden. And it did such a great job that they foresee uh, this. Did oh, you see wow. that? Totally. I could see that. I, I didn't see what you're talking about, but I believe it completely. Yeah. Why wouldn't AI be just as good as anyone at that? Yeah, so it's already taking away jobs. It's already wreaking havoc. <laughs> now their garden's just a bunch of computer screens. Yeah. Self-governing themselves. GPT, garden, garden PT. That's what it's like. Okay. <laughs> um, like make a magazine and they'll mail it to every house you have to accept it. There's no right. way to get out of it. Are you, you guys their own magazines. early adopters? Like, uh, like... When the I'm early Kaczynski. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like? I, I just watched that movie Blackberry, and you know it, it. They have the moment of the announcement of the iPhone and kind of how people mm. react to it, and it makes me curious. Like, what? I don't remember that time really well, but uh, mm. are you on top of that when that thing happens? Like, where you're like, this is a great idea, or are you usually untrusting? Oh, well, um, with Apple, I'll answer for both of us, start. Uh, oh, thank no. you. <laughs> no, uh, I thought it was great just because, for me, uh, Apple was just meant like they're trying to make things more user-friendly. So when those phones came out, I trusted that they were going to give me things that I want. And the idea that you could get, you know music and video on your phone, I liked that. I was out partying, doing crazy things. I want to be able to do more stuff with my phone to capture those exploits. I generally am on the like the optimist side or the enthusiast side for like new tech like that. Uh, like the, I remember when the iPhone came out and my friend showed me like you could get Google Maps on it, like actual Google Maps and not like the really shitty. Not a Thomas sort of, guy, like yeah, not Thomas guy, but I, I'm one of my favorite things is uh, some people have like clipped out like reviews of the iPhone or or the naysayers, and basically like every step of I mean, especially in Apple's history, they always like the iPod everything. There's always people a chorus of people just being like, "There's nothing new here. Oh, this is just yeah, right, a fad. Right, right. Like, it doesn't even have a keyboard. Like, this is gonna be a total right. failure. They're all gonna lose their jobs over there. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I just think I, I think people are very short sighted with that stuff. With the AI, I feel like it's just a big, it's the biggest subject like imaginable, and it's just gonna take over. It's gonna be a part of every single yeah, AI process. Is a story, yeah. and is so inevitable that I just kind of, I I find it more fun to just be like an observer. Like n both sides of all the arguments feel totally inevitable to me. Like growing pains that we're just gonna have to go through and deal with. You know, he's taking the long view, gang. And yeah. um, I mean, there's nothing we can really do to change to it. it. But um, 
you know, things are going to suck, right on, but, but we also can listen some to things some are going to be amazing. <clears throat> gardens are going to be incredible. We can all have beautiful gardens, which I'm fine with. Yeah. (laughs) Hot garden alert. (laughs) Now, I saw Billy Corgan, a a funny clip of him talking about AI, and it was like the last person that I would expect to hear, like a take that I kind of agreed with on it. What did he say? But he was just basically saying for music, it's going to be like art always just comes down to like discernment, he was saying. So it's just basically, yeah, all of the skills that, traditional musicians and people like artists have put in their 10,000 hours and like built up. It's not going to be as valuable anymore because people are just going to be able to create based on low skills, but having good taste is always going to be important. So like being able to discern between what's good and bad is, is always going to be like the, the top skill, I guess. Right on. Well, yeah. Uh, There'll be more of everything, but only just so much of it will be good. Right. Um, well, what uh, chart do we have this week? <clears throat> we have the iHeart um, Top 40. So these are uh, the top five of the pop charts. Coming in at number five. Number five. SZA with Kill Bill. There she goes. I feel like this is probably on the charts last time Dan was in. <laughs> it just feels like it's been there <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. for a long time. It's been with us. I continue to be not plugged in at all to popular music. Uh, I like SZA, but I just don't follow the charts. And I'm like, I have not heard that song and to, to know it's been on the charts for that long. I'm like, wow. Right on. That's good. You haven't worn it out yet. Yeah. She, she um, yeah, she's got some uh, issues there. She goes to the farmer's market. She sees her ex with another lady. That's not what you want. Teeth. That isn't farmer's market vibes. <laughs> farmer's market vibes feels which like farmer's the market, summer. Which farmer's market do you think she's at? The, the I Hollywood would say it's that one, one by uh, the uh, you know the Cinemarama Dome. Okay, the ArcLight. The, yeah, the the Hollywood one. That's a big I one. I would guess. Um, I saw Linda Perry at the Larchmont Farmers Market one time. She have her uh, top hat on. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> she should have. Um, she could put a bunch of organic apples in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in at number four. Number four. Metro Boomin with uh, Creepin' featuring The Weeknd. Long weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm tired of that one too. We get Me that too. one a lot on these charts. I think iHeartRadio is like because it's free, they would just kind of have like, you know what I mean? Like their charts are a little bit behind just because they oh, serve well, like a broad audience. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I think these are the, it's kind of like the billboard charts. Like these are yeah, really been the top, like the the top of the last maybe six yeah. months. And it's not going to change week to week that funnel. much. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, that one just bums me out. It just seems like so plodding and sad feeling. But not sad in like a uh, cathartic way. It just feels like you're drowning. It's just, it's still bizarre that someone sounds exactly like Michael Jackson, but sings about just horrible things he's done in relationships. <laughs> like it's just, it's like the confessional Michael Jackson if he had adult relationships or whatever, allegedly, whatever. <laughs> All right. Clear yourself from any litigation on that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's the weekend. most popular inter like international entertainer these days. The weekend, weekend, the weekend. Yeah. It's just incredibly popular around the I world. Think whoever takes that voice next will just be the most world. Yeah, famous. like people accept that as maybe superstar. Yeah. Somehow, Michael Jackson's voice is the universal language. Yeah, Bruno yeah. Mars had it for a little bit, and then the yeah, exactly. Took it. Yeah. yeah. Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's why he does it. It's just like that equals superstar in his mind. Right. <laughs> we need a podcast. When's when's the Michael Jackson podcast host <laughs> yeah. come out? Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> um three. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you do you sing like Michael Jackson? No. Do you dance like him? No. I podcast like him. <laughs> Coming in at number three. Number three. Miguel with Sure Thing. That never got a sweat. That you could bet that never got a sweat. If you that. Cash, I beat a rubber band. You beat a match. I will be a fuse. Boom. Painter, baby. You could be the muse. I'm the reporter, baby. You could be the news. Cause you're the cigarette. And I'm the smoker. We raise the bet. Cause you're the joker. Chipped off. You are the joke. And I could be the It sounds bad on purpose. Like the. Sounds like a song from a movie. Like, yeah, like the, he wrote it to be in the credits of, of the next Fault in Our Stars kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he, he wrote it to tank a project like the producers. <laughs> this definitely, I've never heard of Miguel. I've never yeah. heard this song before. So. Oh, well, yeah. he actually had some hits like four or five years ago, but they were oh, really? they were better than that. He also had some kicks two years ago. He uh, kicked a woman in the head at the VMAs trying to jump over the stage. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's some kicks. Shocking some kicks. video. <laughs> Did he um, connect? He connected, yeah. Wow. I had almost be the shoes. <laughs> forgotten. Uh, one of the funniest things at concerts, like the one I just went to, um, with a lot of crowd surfing and mosh pits and stuff is the, the phenomenon of the guy who's trying to start himself crowd surfing, but from the, 
from the ground, like not not stage diving, but then he needs his friends to oh, yes, awkwardly lift up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, people yeah. around him are forced to be part of that initial yeah, yeah. thing of propping yeah. him up, and it's not working, and he keeps falling. Right, right. And you're just, going, you're just like, hoping Come you can on, push man. him away right away. Yeah, like, do <laughs> yeah, someone right. else's problem. Like, why yeah. do? Why am I enlisted in this project? It's like, it's like when you guys are pushing a car, you feel obligated. You yeah, help. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you good, man? Or <laughs> yeah, it's a right. wonder it ever works out. You know, if they ever get like some momentum up there. Yeah, the yeah. crowd surf is a real burden on everybody but everybody. the person crowd surf. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And then those guys that do get started from the stage, I mean, they're just uh, like a missile coming at everybody. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's no fun at all when you see a stage driver coming right at you. <laughs> And then, and then there's Eddie Vedder who's starting from like 50 feet up. Remember in that music video? Yeah. He's like climbing up the venue to, to get the highest jumping point. Mm-hmm. I don't. What video is that? Like a 90s one? Yeah. It's like one of the old ones, Even Flow or something like that. Yeah. Or Alive, I think. It was a fear factor. He had to face his fears. He had to climb <laughs> up there. <laughs> uh, coming in at number two. Number two. Miley Cyrus Flowers. This is about AI planting her flower beds. <laughs> She uh, got a new haircut. I saw some blurb. Something was going on with her. (laughs) Have you seen the meme? It it feels unstoppable to me. The meme of her talking with the like insane vocal fry. And then it flashes to something else. Oh, it gets me every time. Mostly Star Wars Mm. characters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or a zipper just getting zipped. A zipper, really? Yeah. (laughs) She's all fried out now. She seems like... uh, Wise beyond her years, like, you know? Yeah. She's already a mother hen to these younger singer ladies. Yeah, she's I, really always carried herself like a, like a 18-year-old old Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah. I think she sees herself that way. It's a wonder. I, I'm amazed at how good of a voice she really does have out of that speaking voice. Like mm-hmm. if you heard her speak like that, you'd just be like, oh man, she her throat sounds like it's just yeah, it's gonna shot. Be, right. It's going to be She's raga. got a really good voice. Yeah, it's husky, but yeah, she sings clean. She's like, uh, what's his name? Mel Tillis. The guy who used to sing with a, with, he used to talk with a stutter, but he could sing regular. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was, a, he was a country guy. Oh, okay. Mel Tillis. Mel Tillis. Um, all right, coming in at number one. Number uh, one. Rima and Selena Gomez with Calm Down. Every other girl did do too much, but this girl mellow. Now you might find it to 
That sounds like uh, end movie credits too. <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah. Little Mermaid's coming out. Maybe that's in it. <laughs> I'd never heard of Rima either. Worrying about new people. Is Rima yeah. Selena's sister? What is that? <laughs> no, I think it's the. Uh, oh, no, it's a Nigerian singer. Okay. Uh, right on. Uh, I got an email from him once. <laughs> Oh he God. wanted $6,000 wired to his, oh his account. Have you guys no. ever seen 90 Day Fiance? I've heard Any about it show? massively, but I've never watched it. It's really, it can be really, really funny, like really entertaining. But there's this guy, Soja Boy, who's a Nigerian singer. Um, and and like a very like reasonable guy, character on it. Like he always seems like the reasonable the, uh you know, member of that relationship, but he's been on like multiple seasons with multiple different girlfriends, like or fiancés, and you're just like, this guy's clearly just trying to make his career, like uh, just use 90 Day Fiance to get his Wait, career going. Like, oh, Soja Boy, not Soja. It's not Soldier Boy. Yeah, it's Soja like Soja. the noodles. Yeah, it is Soja. I think. Uh. So he's like a professional uh, reality show guy. Yeah, it's just kind of funny, like <laughs> that they would have him back on multiple seasons with a new fiance. Right, like, he's always like, "I'm filming you. my music video. How about you come over and, and like join me <laughs> on my music video?" <laughs> no red flags there. A guy who's jilted multiple other contestants <laughs> and yeah. uh, is busy making music videos. He'll he'll be a quality stay at home husband. Yeah, that's the charts. Wow. I, I well, heard radio feels like it's just like, you know, it feels like when you hear radio stations and they're just playing whoever their own artists are. Like, yeah. it feels like what's popular here is just the things that you are probably in the conglomerate that owns you, owns these people's like record companies. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, very mainstream, very corporate run. No rebels. It used to I be mean, Clear Channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. My heart is, is just like a rebranded. It's now they have, um, yeah. have you guys ever hear uh, the Good Karma radio stations? That's like on broadcast radio. Like you know, all these different stations, just like at the end of their little ID breaks, will go. It's a, a Good Karma radio station. No, it's <laughs> really? like a massive umbrella. I wonder who they used to be. That's such a perfect counterpart to iHeart. Yeah, like good it's probably Karma. like Halliburton Radio or something. Totally, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's the greenwashing of audio. You know? <laughs> I wonder who the first brand that's going to just have an emoji like as their brand name. Like yeah, right. eggplant radio. <laughs> eggplant radio. That'll be Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Them's the charts. Oh, very cool. And uh, we'll be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I try to watch this movie Space Camp. Do you, do you guys remember that movie? No. It was from like the 80s where it's like a summer camp. It's like... Um, I feel like I have heard of that. What's Spielberg's wife's name? Um, Kate Capshaw and like Leah Thompson. 
Anyway, it was so bad. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was so bad. They go to space camp? Is that the idea? Yeah, like there's this summer camp that's space related. Mm. So it's like while you're there, you learn like astronaut stuff, but then they actually have to go up into space and then they get stuck oh. there and then they have to get back. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix as a kid. Wow. A lot of wasted talent in there. The, the, <laughs> The um the the um the kid from Revenge of the Nerds is in it. One of them. Oh, it's a good classic '80s movie idea. Too bad they didn't land it. Yeah, I was just thinking of like when Spielberg had to watch that. Like, oh, like Kate's movie's coming out. We gotta watch it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's great, honey. It's really That's good. probably what made it like okay. I'm not gonna try keep trying to be a movie star. Like I'm Steven's wife. Like you know those. Oh yeah, it's like I was saying. Like Tom Hanks's brother, he looks yeah. and sounds so much like him that he wasn't getting jobs. Right. And so then he just became the Tom Hanks sound alike, and he's doing all the the Woody dolls and and voices for all the Disney rides. And right. Stuff. Now he's loving it. Yeah. You know what? I I just found out too that I didn't know this in in Fast and Furious Seven, they use Paul Walker's little brother to try to like to get extra scenes after Paul Walker died, so he could still have his oh, scenes really? in the movie. Yeah. They used a combination of CGI and his brother. Wow. How, how odd to shoot that, like to actually go in and do it. And... Yeah. But then him and Chet Hanks, they partied that night. <laughs> Checks. <laughs> See, that is where the, the ethics of AI come into play, because you know that they're, they're going to try to just push doing like a Paul Walker oh, yeah. AI, you know. Totally. Cut his brother out. Yep. Um, all right. Let's get in to the movie charts. You want to do the uh, theme? Sure. Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are effing giant. Movies. Ooh. How about that new theme, Dan? That's I liked it. I liked it. I was really curious what client was going to lead into. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Client's kind of the peak. Most people agree. After that, it's just gravy. <laughs> it's just outro. After that, it's just a truism. Yeah, it's like, just a truism. Just, yeah. Okay. This is uh, the top five at the box office from this last weekend. Coming in at number five. Number five. I'll share my screen here. Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, Evil Dead's back. I saw this one. No matter how busy really? you are. Yeah. You Straight to the theater for the Evil Dead. Interesting. I well, I rented it on uh, Apple TV. Ooh, straight to the laptop. <laughs> Does this one have a horny tree in it? Like the first one? <laughs> no. I did not care for it. I know no. a lot of a lot of people do like it. Dana like loved it. I I did not like it. I it thought doesn't it was have trash. that campy. I guess it kind of has that look, but it doesn't have. Yeah, I'm not seeing like those weird camera angles and stuff. You know how the first one has all those like. I'm not yeah. that familiar the with the first on one. Wheels or something. It does have that shot that has a lot of callbacks. Like it does have that shot of the, the demon or whatever, like rushing up to the person. 
Yeah. But it's all very new and polished looking. To me, it just felt like modern horror movie number 9,000. Like they didn't yeah. capture the tone or what was special. Not maybe. to me. I didn't, I didn't get anything out of it. It's so weird to me to like keep making movies from this franchise that is so specific. Yeah. Like, and, and lose what's specific and just be like, oh, they're horror movies when they're like, they are, but they're not. They're, they're yeah. weird, like you said, campy. Right. Yeah, the guy achieved such a specific tone and then they lose that and don't. It's like you just yeah. said. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> doing what you just said. It's like what I you did, just said, but with more words and more kind of and, and less in part, less compelling. I, I think it, it did have some campiness, but for me, I guess campiness, you can't replicate that kind of thing. Like, I don't know, with a modern visual or aesthetic it doesn't appear campy to me. It's yeah, it's like, almost like they were forced to be scrappy on those original ones. Yeah. It's hard to recreate. Right, right. Um, lots of blood, though. Lots of blood. Was um, uh, Is there like a strange, quirky guy lead like in the other ones? No, it's all women leads. I okay. Think. Um. And it's all like in an apartment, like an LA apartment this time. So I, th I found that part a little bit boring too. Like I kind of want to go somewhere. I also was slightly falling asleep during one part. Okay. Uh, what which I what think probably ruins my, like my, my view of any movie. Yeah. Like if I'm just too tired when I'm watching it, I'm just like, ah, oh, that was crap. Yeah. We downloaded it at one thirty AM. Yeah. <laughs> Put me right to sleep. But at the same time, it didn't keep me from not falling asleep. So I put that on them. Right on. Um, do you think you guys will watch this? Are you big fans? Not in my franchise. Um, Not no, I um, I probably won't. I just uh, I, it's hard for me to pay attention on these kind of ones. I'll watch it if it's on DVD or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm not super into like people keep kind of saying that it's pretty like brutal or gory. Is that right? Yeah. Which is usually yeah. a turn off for me. Me as well. Me as well. Even it is I do like horror. It's weird. Again, it's like it is very much like objectively gory, but it didn't hit me as in like a shocking way. Like it just feels like it just feels like a overload of all that stuff. So it, it loses the impact. Well, like in the yeah. first one, the girl gets banged by a tree. So it's like weird and gross, but it's not yeah. like. Right. That, I mean, if that was in this, that would be memorable, but it wasn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not into the gore either. <laughs> Coming in at number four. Number four. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. The Judy Bloom. What was that music theme right there? Da, 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 da. No, it's George Harrison. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, the song slide. I just heard. Yeah. Slow. It sounds like Morongo <laughs> Casino theme. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's right. Are you there, God? It's me, Morongo. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me ask you this about these, uh, you know, like female coming of age movies. Let's compare it to other ones. Yes, ask us. We, we will definitely be there. Well, I mean, first. you guys might know on like, because sometimes one exceeds the genre and it's just good, like sure. Little Women or something. Like, are, what are the good ones of these? Like, uh, Edge of 17. Like you were saying, Fault Behind Our Stars. Whatever yeah. that one is. Um, I, uh, it's not, uh, you may be surprised the genre I'm super familiar with. So yeah, I'm trying to think of like the, the I'm sure they're good movies, but I was very on the, uh, the more yeah, well, one dimensional, uh, American pie, uh, girl. Oh, next right, door. Right. Right, I can right. tell you the Arnold Schwarzenegger coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are like, <laughs> yeah, those are like the Hornet Porkies. Yeah. Guys up movies. Um, but I was curious about this one. Uh, the, it looks stylistically interesting, like even just the way the trailer is presented. And you can't go wrong with Kathy Bates. Yeah. What was the one from Forever Go with Macaulay Culkin where he gets like stung by a bee or something? My Girl. My Girl. That one, oh, wow. that one sticks that out in my memory. Yeah. Like yeah I remember coming seeing of age that. Thing. That's a good way to stick with kids forever is to kill a little boy at the end of the movie. <laughs> I know, with a bee sting. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the first movie I ever saw where Maybe I learned the... that could happen. Like, that yeah. it, could, it could end bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going outside, Mom. <laughs> the boy really dies at the end? Yeah. Yeah. He, um, they get in, It's very sweet. It'll make you cry. But they get in a fight, um, and there's something like in the beehive or something that belongs to the uh the main to my girl and so he like to salvage post fight goes to get the thing i forget what it is and then the in in turn and the bees attack him and he's either allergic or whatever but he dies that's wild i remember i mean i saw the movie i must have blocked that out or left early it's traumatizing yeah dan Aykroyd, right dan Aykroyd, yeah anna schlumsky Clump, oh yeah, Anna Shlomsky. Shlomsky. <laughs> That's the proper pronunciation. Yeah. Shlomsky. <laughs> um, have you guys ever been stung by a bee, like as an adult? I, I wonder how it lives up to the. No, the I've always been terrified of, of it. A kid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think because of that movie, I've, I I avoid bees very avoid very much. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I see them and I'm not even afraid of them. I've hung out so close to bees so many times. And really? It never happens. Yeah, like I, I, there's a bush, there's a bush around the corner. Sometimes like I'll take a walk around the block and I go stretch by this bush and the <laughs> bees will just be there in the morning and I go, there they are. They're looking for nectar. They just, they don't come at me. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of honey. Maybe they know. So funny. Like, (laughs) you just choose to stretch right by a bunch of bees. (laughs) I'm just like, I was stretching. I go, oh, look, there's bees right there. I go, they don't don't care about me. Those flowers. Maybe it's because California has such sweet smelling uh, fruit and trees and stuff. They don't stink. Yeah, they're occupied. Yeah, they got other stuff to do. Yeah, they're too fat off the flowers and the nectar. Yeah. Also, maybe it's something about being in Los Angeles. It's like there was so uh, many people. There, 
too cool. I don't know if the, yeah. Yeah, the bees are all hipsters. Uh, there was a, I don't know if this happened for you guys, but when I was growing up in Tucson, Arizona, Africanized bees was a huge fear. Oh, right. Well, okay. There were stories of like people would run away from them, jump in their pool, and the bees would like wait above the pool and like sting them oh. to death. Uh, they, they were like really aggressive. Yeah. I mean, that's like movie. They're like horror movie aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I remember didn't Michael Moore like use the, those news clips as I remember that being like in a Michael Moore, like oh, montage really? of like oh, fear mongering like, news. Oh, but, right. Buzzing but, for Columbine. Yeah. But yeah. I ne- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I never realized like, or I never knew quite like whether that was real or not. Like whether they really came and terrorized people the way that they right. said they would. I mean, you never really heard of, you know, the bee yeah. massacre of, it just kind of <laughs> didn't happen, I yeah. guess. Because no one lived to tell the story. But that is compelling cinema right there. If you had to like wait in the pool and you're like mm. treading water and running out of breath, the bees are waiting for you. Yeah. It's like bees, like Jaws bees. <laughs> well, there's this new Rowan Atkinson movie where he's not Mr. Bean called Man vs. Bee on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Really? And I think it's, I think, I don't think it's a horror, but I think that maybe he's, it's him versus a bee is my guess based on the part yeah. of the title. So he only takes roles with words like that? Yeah. yeah he's got to be. Yeah. Bee. <laughs> Mr. B, Mr. B. <laughs> Beam. <laughs> um, coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Book club. <laughs> The next chapter. What? <laughs> this the book club later. This is did my mom AI. make this? <laughs> AI. I feel like Oh, this is yeah, oh, right. sequel to this one. Is this eighty for Brady? Where are you? I'm in a church. What? Are you serious? We're looking for a venue for the wedding. You are going to get married in a church? I'm shocked you didn't burst into flames as you crossed the threshold. <laughs> this is kind of like the Irishman, where the actors look too old to portray their their uh, roles. <laughs> and when they got old De Niro to play the young gangster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're supposed to be young though. They, like. they look like they're supposed to be 70 or 80. Yeah. I'm making jokes, gay. Okay? <laughs> oh, Candace Bergen is in it. She's great. See? Yeah. She's too old to play 80. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to her. She was always great. She had a quality. She had a quality. Always She's always, she's more than a leading lady. There's just something about her. Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary Steenburgen, and the, Candace Bergen. So that's, I mean, that's that's like the um, Clash of the Titans tour for metalheads, you know. Like yeah. Metallica <laughs> and Megadeth and yeah. Anthrax, all of them together. It's like the Expendables for Housewives. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably skip this. I'll wait for the book. <laughs> for your book club, book club too. For your book, book club, book club. <laughs> um, I wonder what books in- they're reading. I'll, I'll be honest; like whenever I hear about my mom's doing some kind of book club or something, it it's always yeah. like some historical book they have no business reading because it like yeah, or like just something frivolous. 
My mom is in a book club and I, all I ever hear about it is that she didn't read the book and she's in a tizzy because she's got <laughs> she's book club get coming book, up. Yeah. So she's got to like <laughs> basically get a Cliff's Notes version, but then it seems like it's really all about putting on the dinner and having oh, the course. friends over and like hosting them, which is stressful. Yeah. And it's just like, what about this is enjoyable for you? Right. <laughs> You're not really reading the books. Uh, yeah, she's like recreating high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> it's like that U2 podcast where they didn't talk about U2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in at number two. Number uh, two. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Donkey Kong is beating the shit out of him. Not sure if you know it's violent. Am, it's gory. But I'm about to rule the world. Uh, I mean, it looks like a parody to me, but some people have really liked it. So I don't know. It looks uh, like one of those gambling apps. You ever see the graphics on those? Things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't know who the what's or going the way on, that the gambling, good. the way that the gambling apps are marketed to you on Instagram. Like yeah, with the all the, ad, like the the ad, the gameplay is totally different than what you actually get. Yeah, but those ads, it's like yeah, ads. War of Wars, Worlds, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I saw the the trailer before Avatar in 3D, mm. uh, and was and was somehow moved by it. I was like, well, really? I, well, because the, the little theme song kicks in and it really like. It gets you a little bit, sure. Yeah, uh, but I ha I still have had no actual desire to go see the whole movie. <laughs> it feels it's very great. not for me. But yeah. I'm with you. Like I, I was pro the movie more than anybody else. I liked that it was water, and I haven't had one inkling to get up and check it oh, out. Oh, you mean the Avatar? Yeah, Avatar yeah. What's he saying? He's saying the trailer oh, uh, of the trailer uh, for Mario. Mario. I actually liked Avatar. Oh, Mario! I, I would highly Avatar. recommend Avatar in theaters okay. if you can find a way to see it still. I'll find a way. <laughs> a way of water. <laughs> the way of water. Yeah. They, um, uh, I feel like this, I am slightly interested in seeing this, but a new Zelda game just came out. And so like, that's going to take all my time. Same diff. Yeah. The like, intro video is I'm, just as I'm, good. I just want to play the game. It's comforting to know that the young kids who are really enjoying this and making it number one at the box office, that their futures will be decided by AI and uh, <laughs> the, the tyranny of those robots will affect them. Dan, but are you playing the new Zelda game? I cannot start any new games. I play one game and it's already too addictive for me. I play a lot of Fortnite. You play Fortnite, right? So, yeah. And I, I did start the um, Hogwarts game, which is very fun. But uh -huh. um, broadly, I can't really... Uh, if I add a new game to my life, it means I will turn down podcasts and uh <laughs> stay up till 5 a.m and yeah, yeah be like well I could, I, I could just be playing these games so uh, a <laughs> yeah. lot of people in my life are playing it but I, I have to avoid it for now 
Right. Now, what's is there yeah, anything new going on in Fortnite? Like, are, th- are there new developments over there? Um, it's uh, right now it's Star Wars, so it's a lot of uh, uh, lightsaber powers and stuff like that. They a year ago uh-huh. they introduced no build mode where you don't build forts anymore. Uh, you, you don't have to be good at that, so that made it much so more fun just, for me. Oh, okay. It's just yeah, night. Time. It's just night. I tried literally one time to play that game, and it. And I'm someone I you know I've played games for decades. I just didn't understand what was going on, and I quit. It. Like, I, I had someone walk me through that, it. Yeah. How, how it even worked. I had a, I had a lot of help because it is. They don't give you any like most games. You start it and they give you a walkthrough or whatever, but this is right. just like you're there and you're getting killed by people and it sucks. And it's, you're getting killed by real people, right? Yes. Yeah. Why no yeah. walkthrough? They just. I don't know. I, I part of me thinks that that's the oh, thing with like tech and stuff now is to make you feel out of the loop on it and like everyone right. knows and you don't, so that you spend yeah, more wow. time trying to learn it. Wow! Like that's like because TikTok felt that way. Oh it took yeah, me a while to figure out TikTok. Yeah, you're supposed to just use it, and then before you know it, like you're hooked. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you get to make a decision for yourself whether you like it or not, it's too late. <clears throat> um, how does Fortnite work though? You just build forts. Uh, it's a um. What's, I forget what the type of world it's, but it's like a battle royale where a hundred people land on an island and there's a storm closing in. So the storm like hurts you uh, if you're in it. So okay. it pushes people closer and closer together. Yeah, and it's nice. like a shooter. Oh, um, that makes sense. Uh, and you can play either on your own or with like teams. So it's a good way to just like play with other people I know and get catch up and stuff. But uh, so the fun of the it, one, have you ever won the whole hundred? A vic- oh yeah victory royale yeah yeah i got a few of those <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i got one or two in my day <laughs> uh but the fun the big fun of it is they it is like an ip shit show they own so uh, there's so it'll, yeah, you can just be like dancing around as darth vader with Timothy Chalamet from Dune with wow. uh, uh, like uh, Ripley from Alien. It's just that kind of stuff. That's so. the Ready Player One kind of vibe. Yeah, right? it is. So it's coming, just maybe more slowly. <laughs> Did you go to that? What didn't Travis Scott like? put on a concert within Fortnite. Did you I didn't do that. Or? I was, I did the Ariana Grande one. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Which is kind of like a little, uh, it's fine, but it's just really stupid. <laughs> was it <laughs> an like, avatar? To, was it her on video or an avatar? An avatar. Yeah. And you're like floating around and they give you like little, little challenges while it's happening and stuff. So you don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> Do people get to like train their guns on them? Like as they're, as no, they're they won't let you like shoot, shoot them. Okay. Or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. They take that out. Yikes. Um, all right. Well, coming in at number one, number one, guardians of the galaxy, which is it? Number three at this point. Yeah. Three. Number three. We have been running our whole lives. I'm done running. Let's agree the skies are blue. Space Hog getting a huge bump in their royalties. Huge Space Hog bump. 
Let's start banging Liv Tyler again. <laughs> She's back. Liv, I don't not. know if you saw the new trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I told you. <laughs> Come back. <Told> you. <laughs> Listen. I always liked that song a lot. I love I never, that song. I never knew. Uh, it's like a great Bowie kind of, you know, like it yeah. would have been a legit Bowie song. or Yeah. He kind of sounded like when Axel does his like low you know, oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. voice, right? Yeah, um, but it was always good. I was always wondering, like, where their second hit was, mm -hmm. like a real one hit wonder. Yeah, I don't know any of their other songs. They I think on once, once Liv Tyler got involved, it was hard to keep eyes on you know the tunes, <laughs> <laughs> it throws a band into a power balance, you know. That's like, what in, thinking with his space hog, <laughs> <laughs> take out the hog. <laughs> um, that one's about the raccoon. It's the backstory of Rocket. Which we all wanted. <laughs> we all clamored for Is that. Is his name really Rocket? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. You didn't know I'm that. surprised I knew that. It's so uh, close to Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. yeah, that is weird, huh? Yeah. I Probably on purpose. Yeah. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket, Raccoon... <laughs> They're doing an alliteration thing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any of these. I saw a little bit of the first one. First one's great. It, uh, comparatively. It's because um, it's like introduced a new thing to the Marvel world where it was like, oh, they're going to they're trying to get weird now. But now the whole world is all weird and right. way too heightened uh, <laughs> that there's no real stakes to me. Yeah, it seemed like I. I don't know much about it, but it seems like right. when the first yeah, one like came you, out, it was like com they were introducing more comedy than had been in there before. And now that tone has seeped into all the yeah. other MCUs. Yeah, and, but now there, it's like comedy, like but comedy more and more serious at the same time. Right, and like bigger groups too. It's like always ensembles now. Yeah. I was noticing with Fast and Furious, it's like they, the law of gravity doesn't mean anything in those movies. Like they can fall out of a skyscraper <laughs> right. and live. But then everything is so heartfelt, like all the melodrama about the family emotion. And it's like it didn't take you out of it that they all just fell like 7,000 feet and just took it off. <laughs> That's, <so funny. laughs> That's what Ludacris is there to comment on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's the charts. Tyrese. Those are oh. the movie charts. Right on. We're glad that people are getting back out there to the movies. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. Good for Tom Cruise getting movies back on, on track. Yeah, yeah, serious. Getting us back Lee. in the theaters. I still haven't seen that, uh, Maverick. Did they, I haven't a, either. Is it available for home or they've kept it out of the... Small screen. I think it's on Paramount Plus, maybe. Okay. Um, like speaking it. of Tom Cruise, he's together with Shakira now. Is that the that's I the just big heard rumor? That. Really? Yeah. Apparently, brilliant. he's uh, brilliant pairing. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. But apparently, he's courting her. Wow. Or very interested. It's it's like very strange when you read about Tom Cruise's love life because it's always the headlines and stuff are always as if Tom Cruise is just calling his shot. Like yes, like he declaring, could anyone. I would like Shakira. 
and, so, yes. and then the world is supposed to just go like, okay, but when you sorry, think about it, really, it's just like they're floating it out as PR. Like, does that work? Do people yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, should Testing we keep going whether with this? he can be a human again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's like world appeal. It's because it, you know, it marries him yeah. to the Latin world. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if you look like, at like how poor his movie's performing poorly or something in like South America, and this is what his. Oh right yeah. yeah, yeah, it would help in those territories if we had a little help down there. <laughs> it's a good way of also sensing like whether how fast the discourse breaks down into Scientology stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, put out a small innocuous story and just see if the public still will just tear him up. Yeah, or, uh, right, right. Open. Shakira ontology. Let's, uh, <laughs> all right. Hot picks. We are ready to go. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than iHeartRadio's algorithm. We probably did. Let's find out. Let's find out. Coming in at number five. Number five. Howard's first pick. This is Jason Aldean with Tough Crowd. Uh, should we should we decide what the title means? Should we? Play oh yeah, the game? yeah, yeah. Try to guess what the title means. Mm. I'm gonna. This one's a little. We've been playing this game, Dan, with country songs because they're pretty predictably, you know, about what the title is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or, or a lot of times, yeah. I'm going to say he played a gig in Berkeley, California, and he's calling it a, a tough crowd. <laughs> You're for saying his they were political tough. views. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's my, my, I guess my joke answer is that he, um, uh, it's like, a a concept album during the nineties. And this is his appearance on Colin Quinn's uh, comedy center. Ah. <laughs> well, I went up to New York to be on the TV. <laughs> I like that guess. Um, well, let's find out what he is talking about. And then I've got some interesting postscripts. All right, here we go. I see girls with tattoos, good old boys and cowboy hats. I see a few soldiers here tonight. Welcome back. We got some country ass beer drinking hell raising go all nighters. We got some dirt turning diesel burning hard working nine fibers. Crowds full of tough people. I wish y'all could see y'all now. <laughs> right, yeah. 
We can. It's a monitor. <laughs> I mean, is there oh. anything that the, that the AI could wipe out faster and cleaner than this kind of country? <laughs> this kind of pandering stuff. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When I selected it, I, I didn't remember that we were going to do the fun quiz about it. Okay. So um, now that we've had our fun, this is the guy that was doing a concert in Vegas where they the crowd got uh, all shot. Oh, man. Okay. So this is his song. Like That's how I know like, that name. This is his song complimenting the crowd. Like, you guys are tough. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not Jeez. vulnerable Seems- to attack. You're, okay. like, you're tough. You're survivors kind of thing. Right. But without so it, really. It's interesting that. Without really. That would only happen in. Was it? I'm saying he's he's not really addressing that situation like directly. He's just saying like you're a yeah, see, yeah, only in country would it would it actually be like, Hey, I see you, you look tough. Yeah, you look pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> he's going like, Hey, those military guys, your veterans, like stay here, please. <laughs> stay right, in right. your place. Just in case. Yeah, you you gotta yeah. You're armed. I bet. It's almost like wrestling, you know, that they, they use the. I was slightly events. outraged listening to that, like stepping into that culture being that he didn't thank them for their service, like in the lyrics when he's saying, you know, he's got some veterans in the crowd. Yeah. You right. think he needed to explicitly say something about it? Yeah. I think you got it. Like next time getting free veterans, like, (laughs) you know, it was no discount, nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Instead he was just like looking good or something. Right. I bet that song absolutely is the energy is off the hook live when that comes on. Everybody (laughs) sings along with him. Like, yeah. Being like, this is about me. (laughs) It's about me. And I wasn't even at that show, but it's about me. Everybody folds their arms at the same time and looks tough. <laughs> nah, it's like a slow zoom Ford yeah. truck commercial or whatever. He plays it like five times in the night. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four. Number four. This is a new song off a new album by one of my favorite, like recent, recentish bands, White Denim. Uh, though I won't say it's like their best album, but I, I would like to feature their new song. So this is called Bounce Back by White Denim. like a slightly like a more challenging vampire weekend like with the licks <laughs> oh, and stuff interesting yeah somebody yeah. sent vampire weekend a yes album and the, and this is what <laughs> right yeah 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 they're like grateful dead who are focusing a little bit more uh, yeah. They're like, if AI combined all those things <laughs> for us. That's not my memory of what White Denim sounded like. Like some of the guitar yeah. I recognize, but yeah, that like, and like the way he's singing sounds yeah. a little different than my memory of them. Yeah, like they more definitely proggy. sounded different in the past or they, they have a little bit of a range to them. But I've, it feels like the, I've been hearing more of this sound in the last few years. Oh, yeah. Me. But uh, 
I really, capable of like some really, really good stuff. I had like a, a three year span in my life, probably longer, but around that, like 10 ish years ago where I was really listening to a lot of KCRW here in LA. And that's like where I learned about music. Um, and so I associate a lot of bands with that time, including white denim. They played them a lot. That's like where I got to know them. So it always takes me back. Right on. Were you a member listener? Did you go to their events? Um, no, I, I became a member. I, I was always like, when I can afford it, I'm going to become a member. And then I right. became a member, but it wasn't really listening much anymore by the time I could afford it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they're like Chris Doritas DJing on the roof of some hotel in Hollywood and stuff. I never went to those. Yeah. They're always at, oh, we're at the Music Head Gallery across from the Guitar Center. They've got live <laughs> prints and shots of all your favorites. <laughs> Um, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. Dan's pick. He, all right. he headlined it before. Let's see now. if anyone guessed it right. <clears throat> all right, The Hives with nice. Bo- Bogus Operandi. <laughs> They put the end of the song first. (laughs) (laughs) Big Latin bring the energy great energy when i I saw them at just like heaven last year it was so fun i like i was a fan in college and like their hits but never like Mm -hmm. you know talked about them a ton and didn't keep with them but they put on such a fun live show and like their lead singer kind of has a mix of like clearly like likes mick jagger and is doing like big bombastic but is also doing it like half ironically yeah, um, yeah, but he, they just have a really fun energy, and that like all their songs are that vibe of just like driving energy to watch live. They're Swedish, right? right? Uh, yeah. Is it Swedish? Yeah, Swedish I know they're lads. some yeah. sort of. Um, but they played the um, they played the uh, what's that? What's the one next to Dantana's? Oh, uh, the um, uh, the Troubadour. Yeah, the Troubadour. They played that last oh, yeah. week, and I was sad that it sold out and. The tickets were like five hundred dollars on resale, Holy so I wow. didn't go. But I think I wow. saw them at Coachella way back in the day. It was a daytime set on the main stage, but they kicked ass. Did they? Yeah, this is their first album in ten years, I think. Oh, oh wow! And I like when a band just comes back and it's like, we're just going to do the same thing. 
We're not trying right, to surprise right. you. No tricks. Sounded great. I liked it. Um, the album was called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Yeah, it's not, I think it's out in like August or something. Is he okay. a wrestler? I don't know who he is. I don't is. know. I don't know who that <laughs> is. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Uh, speaking of bands coming back, this is my pick. It's Queens of the Stone Age with Emotion Sickness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is great. it to a cool place exciting stuff they got a new album coming out soon they got a new album coming out soon uh very excited one of the few bands that really like make me look forward to an album they always make me specifically think of death valley or not uh of joshua tree like it just as soon as you hear them you just picture them in a studio out there (laughs) palm desert yeah and that's literally where they are Steve Agee's probably hanging around somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Close to him. Yeah, very much tied to the desert. And they sound like it somehow. I hear yeah, this new do. album is very Agee influenced. I think you can hear it's kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's... Um, Lots of diarrhea humor on it. Uh, oh, yeah, diarrhea, yeah. <laughs> um, right on. Coming in at number... Excited about that. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be great. Coming in at number one. Number one. This is how yeah, this pick. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a country song. I'm not saying it's good, but it it has some weird in it, and uh, it's called "Yeah, Don't Let Me Down Home." Don't let me down home. Not like Holmes. Right. Don't, okay. Uh, Sean Stimali is the. Oh, uh, you guys. Well, I don't know if this is worth guessing because I'm not playing it for the hook, but. I mean, if we're going to guess, can we know yeah, beforehand we if it's about, like, somebody who died in Iraq or something like that, just so it's not <laughs> insensitive? <laughs> like the last one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should tell you that up front. No. This was... Uh, I think it's a cover no, this of one's the Beatles. No death. The cover of Don't Let Me Down, the Beatles, but then just with one word inserted. <laughs> okay. I think they're mixing Don't Let Me Down with Don't Bring Me Down. And so instead of Bruce, they're saying Holmes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Well, no one's going to guess, like, Don't Let Me Down, Home. Like, I just spent all this money on a house. Uh, don't break. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. Need repairs, all that <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. This is for the new soundtrack for uh, The Burbs. <laughs> yeah. But uh, once again, to reiterate, this is just because there's a weird occurrence in the song. It's not about the uh, hook. I got it. All right. Uh, starting at 24. All the late nights Been wearing me out like a fist fight I've been missing you Wishing I could hear you call my name 
It's been a long time since I've seen you But you're stuck in my veins like a tattoo No, I ain't the same But I pray that you ain't changed I need a driftwood fire That isn't it. I gave you the wrong cue, I guess. Where do I go? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if that's going to work now. There's an insanely long pause. I thought it was at 38, but I guess it isn't. Hmm. Sorry. Maybe it's after this, Chris. Nah, I don't know. No. It's going to be tough to hunt down. Okay. Yeah, if you guys care, check that one out. Not a great song, but there is a pause in there. <laughs> Damn, I want to hear it now. It's yeah. not... It's just the find. days of looking at the file where you could just see where the yeah <laughs> you could just see where they cut music out. Nothing will top the uh, the shock of that other track. You should yeah. We me. played one called Heart Mechanic that uh, yeah. basically just has like a Saving Private Ryan audio. <clears throat> yeah, what do you call those grenades? They probably have them in Fortnite. Oh yeah, concussion grenade. Oh, yeah. Concussion grenade. Yeah. Flashbang, yeah, yeah there you go. But yeah. There's a flash, there's a flashbang in the song where it just stops for no reason, and then oh, you hear, like, it's so shocking. It has nothing to do with the song either. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like a prank song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very odd. Hey, but uh, what a great bunch of picks! I look, I think we beat iHeartRadio pretty easily on that. Definitely, we definitely cut out all of their diversity. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. No pandering here. We're like, no, this is just white guys today. In our yeah. top five, it's red state music, <laughs> or some of mine. Hey, uh, congrats on us beating out iHeartRadio, Dan. Thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Check out Big Grande and Man Dog um, wherever podcasts are available. Start. Yeah. Uh, check out Dan doing Bill Walton on Comedy Bang Bang World as well. Oh, I love yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Got some incredible. Well, hey, content. Bill, what do you think about the uh, this Western uh, Conference Finals matchup between the Lakers and the Nuggets? Incredible what we have here today. I, what you're seeing is the titans of hoops. On the greatest stage of all time. The Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, one of the great butlers, of course, from Alfred to, uh, uh, to uh, um, of course, uh, the butler from Clue, who became the killer in the film, which is spoiler alert. <laughs> to, uh, the new Elvis, Austin Butler. Austin Butler, yes, yeah. thank you very much. Throw it down, Brett what Morris. About, um, what's gonna call <laughs> it? You rang. You rang. And yes, of course, Lurch Howard Kramer with the alley oop. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. Awesome. Great to have you on, Bill, as well. <laughs> and uh start. Yeah, and uh yeah, and check yours? out the the last I think three episodes of Off Book coming out as a weekly podcast. We are signing off uh, after episode 300, and then we're going to just do like live shows and one-offs after that. So it's not the total end, but it's sort of the end of an era, and we're ending it with uh, some top-tier episodes with great guests. So listen to that. 
Check that out. Also check out 300, the movie with the <laughs> abs and the Romans and stuff. Oh, I also want to say one more thing. Speaking of off book, we also filmed season two of Play It By Ear, which is on Dropout TV. And it's really fun. It's kind of like off book, but the TV version. Um, oh, right on. Improvised music. I'm in the band. And season two comes out May 30th, I believe. I saw them just post Excited about to that. Check today. it out. Yeah. Absolutely. Check out that. Check out Griff Tours. I uh, do with Megan Beth Keister. We just did our 200th episode. Thanks to everybody who came out to the live meetup component of that. Also, check out haveasummer.com slash shop. Pick up a Have a Summer t-shirt for this new summer season or an nice. Austin Stories DVD. And we will see you right here next week on Ooh, Charted. Charted.